What's going on, everybody? Chris back again with the Wildlife Command Center podcast. And today I have on my brother in arms, brother in no handed gloves, Chance the Air Hands <laughs> I like it. I, I think it, I think it's starting to stick. Maybe we've just been doing this long enough now. It might be. It might just be if I say it enough times, you're going to be Air Hands Baran. Mm. Yeah, it's isn't that what they call a political truth? Something that's just it's true because it's been repeated so many times. Yep. Yeah. Like uh here, let's start. <laughs> Should I just go deep and just go <laughs> straight? <laughs> anyway, no, we won't go down a actual rabbit hole. We're gonna keep it on topic and maybe, you know, maybe go a little bit of this or that, you know. And Sorry, God. we're gonna <laughs> I was about to jump like face first swan dive into the rabbit hole. I'm not even kidding. Right. Cause I was, I was dangling the carrot right in front of it. <laughs> oh, the carrot was there. And I was about to be like, give it to me. I want it. I will say all the things anyway. So what is the topic? Let's rein this in. The, the topic is the same thing that me and your beloved father were talking about a few days ago. And that is our 2022 Goals. Hashtag goals. Ah, yeah. yeah. So I wanted to get your perspective on things, as you guys might have heard with the Me and Michael episode. And so I'm also going to do a solo where I deep dive into my own goals. But on this one, it'll be like a light sprinkling of my own. And then we're going to be talking about yours as well. Absolutely. Yeah. I, uh, you know, this year I don't have as many as I usually do. I'm trying to really focus on the things that over the past year I fell a little bit short on. So mm-hmm. off my previous, you know, 20, 2021 goal getting list. Oh, that's list. a good thing we can do. Yeah. Hey, let's start it out that way and talk about like what we got and where we failed because uh, on the pod with Michael, right. it was kind of just like, we hit everyone. And then I'm, I'm just like being silent. Like, oh, I mm-hmm. did not. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Well, what, what were one of, uh, you know, a couple of your main ones for 21 that you can, mm. you know, celebrate a, a win on or just what's your main win from the past year that you can make My main up? win, an hour on the Stairmaster was easy. <laughs> <laughs> now that that's some progress because to be uh, honest, I went up an incline for about 15 minutes earlier, only going about four miles per hour. And it did not feel like 15 minutes. It made me think, hey, maybe I ought to move around a bit more often. So yeah, an hour <laughs> on the Stairmaster. Yeah. Good. Yeah. And so that was a part of like my elk prep. Mm. And I kind of did the rest too. Like another one of them was run, lift. Or incline because last year's elk prep was more incline than like distance running. And so it was like run or lift or do the incline five days a week. And I did that. Crushed that sucker. I was stronger than I've ever been last year. Yeah, that's one of my main shortcomings from my 2021 goal list that 2022 I'm going to focus more on is strength Mm -hmm. and, and health. And so you're the guy that I definitely like to go to for advice, you know, mm-hmm. since you've got a few, quite a few years on me, you know, you've been doing a little bit longer. And now that I'm out of the initial phase of when I became an adult and could buy whatever food I wanted, not what food I needed. <laughs> so yes, well, finally, you're finally, you're rounding that curve. It's like, okay, <laughs> time to, time to really like hone in on the diet yeah, and, and learn about it. You know, yeah, there's that early twenties, eat whatever you want. You're now in mid twenties, heading into the later twenties, and it's like okay. And you know, before you really need to, you have plenty of time to learn about dieting. Right. So, like, I was very bloated, and I'm going to be honest, a little gassy, a lot of gassy, very yeah. gassy in my mid twenties because I ate like crap. Mm. <laughs> I'm not, yeah, I'm not even kidding. And now that rice has become my main carbohydrate, that has all but disappeared. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's nice. I. uh I, I am looking forward to uh, not being gassy, you know, not having that issue. <laughs> One of the the main things that, you know, just got me thinking about it lately was conversation with my father about, you know, future goals, long-term goals, thinking about 25 now, but thinking about 35-year-old me mm-hmm. and not just what 35-year-old me means for myself, but also for 
our company, my wife, and anyone else that depends on me. And so, yeah, I want to just get ahead of the the curve and stop <laughs> abusing my body, start taking care of it a little bit better, you know, stop burning the candle at both ends. Yeah. For those of you that don't know, Chance has a tattoo of that, a candle that's being burnt at both ends. Who needs What he's sleep? done for the first 25 years of his life. We can just drop 300 milligrams of caffeine in the tank, play video games all night, and then stay up oh, yeah. all day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so on New Year's Eve, I got poor sleep the night before, and I was planning on going out you know, for New Year's. And my friend who I was going to go out with was like, I'm going to get a nap first. And I was like, I should too, but I'm just going to dump 300 milligrams of caffeine in me and go hit the weights. <laughs> and then like, this was like, after a day's work, after at like some point, like two or three, Yeah, it wasn't like bad nodding off, but it was like, oh, oh, like, oh man, I'm tired. And I didn't take a sip of my pre-workout yet, thankfully, but I was about five minutes away from the house. I'm like, Maybe I should go take a nap instead of just being like, yeah, let's hit the gym. Let's go. Let's do it. Yeah, so I, I nailed it right at that perfect time of my gym's 20 minutes away. I take my pre-workout 15 minutes bef- before. And so I was like, no, let's go home. I need a nap. Yeah. Especially if, if I'm going to be up to at least midnight tonight, you know? Mm. Yeah, the days that you know you're pushing it and you skip mm-hmm. your nap you'll pay for it, you know. You'll pay exactly. for it later on. So, I'm a big fan of the nap. So, let's talk about some failures. Ba, 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 ba. Oh, some things that we may have dropped the ball, you know, some things we yeah. wanted to focus on in 2021 but did not yeah. really make too much progress on. Mine would be diet would be number 1. I started off about that almost every day. Yeah, I started off strong coffee, eliminated sugar from beverages and such. Mm -hmm. But on the food side of things, you know, cutting out sugar from drinks, that's easier. But for us, it's like the convenience meals, frozen things, processed foods, you know. Oh, yeah. If you tally it up, our diets, my wife and I, it's, yeah, it's nothing to to brag about. So that would be my first one. What about you? Oh, where to start? (laughs) I mean, but they're they're kind of like I invested half of the total amount that I wanted, which was thirty thousand. I did not get a bull, and neither did my dad. I did not kill a bear. Neither did my or no wait, that was just for me. Sacramento <laughs> did not hit five hundred fifty thousand dollars gross. We also took a hit in the employee realm of things. I did not complete a marathon. Mm. I do not have six pack abs. <laughs> <laughs> when I <Yeah>. grow up. <laughs> uh, anyway, all that to say, I'm going to get all those this year. No, well, not Chris, really. if you add up, you know, 2022, if you add up all of those twos, six, six pack abs, this is the year. <laughs> this, this is when you get six pack abs. That's yep. a bulletproof argument. Well, let's see. Well, here's a success. I mean, one of the things on here was to move to St. Louis. That was accomplished. That was a big accomplishment, man. Yeah, we had so much help along the way. That one was a given. So that was something that was accomplished. One thing was I did not make progress on a budget, having a you know a budget rounded out. So that's one thing. Also, you know, could get some advice on a good starting point. I'm not good on budgeting. But I'm good on saving. Yeah. <laughs> like the, the, <laughs> the amount of every paycheck that I want to save, I do it. The rest? Yeah. You know, it's just, uh, I'm not a good budgeter, but I am a good saver. Mm, that's fair. Uh, can you imagine how, better, how much better at saving I'd be if I also budgeted? See, that's where I need to be with things is, I mean, I, I was definitely taught to save money. You know, I definitely learned to not spend money. And so it's really like I'm in two different modes. I'm either in the mode of we're all right, or this is I'm in the mode of we are not spending any money at all. And so, Mm. you know, just going through and it kind of depends on when we're at in the month, where we're at on, you know, the estimates that have gone out. You know, you kind of get that feeling whenever you've got 
plenty of jobs on the schedule. You know what's coming in. You're like, hey, yeah, yep. we can afford to make some moves right now. You know, it's just that kind of thing. And so I've always just been, you know, like you said, decent with saving, just the planning out ahead type thing. Maybe I need to get a little planner with some folders in it. Maybe. Well, I I actually save all of the bill stubs that come in through the mail and stuff, paper, because my email inbox is a train wreck. So, a train? How many? Come on. Uh, how many? I bet you can't compete with mine. <laughs> Come on. What do you got? Lay it on me. I bet mine's better. Let's see. Well, it's definitely not to the level that Michael has. I have the little icons turned off. Oh, yeah. It's not that bad. 2,622 unread. Dude, sit down, <laughs> bro. Go home. What, what level are you? 36,426. <laughs> Yeah. That's four email accounts, though. Well, Baran's Baran, his just says nine nine comma nine 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 plus. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah. Nine 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 nine. Oh man, uh, that's it's, good. It's from all those, you know, two thousand oh, yeah, all the spam business owner stuff. Yeah, that two thousand eleven so Facebook game. Oh my gosh, Farmville. Three hundred coins for a survey. Mm, done deal. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you need to get good at saving, right? No, I'm I'm fine. I'm good with saving. It's just the actual budgeting because we definitely work in an industry where there's peaks and valleys, and so mm-hmm. we've obviously observed the technician that struggles with the concept of yes, in August September you can get very large paychecks on a weekly basis because you're so busy with all the jobs that you spent, you know, scheduling and selling through the summer for bats and everything else that comes in. Mm -hmm. But come January, February, where say St. Louis gets into icy time of the year, you know, that will slow down to where a technician may go several days without really getting some call for a bigger job like that. And so having a proper budget allows you to not make the mistake of going, oh, big checks in the summer and oh, I'm starving in the winter, you know, mm-hmm. or else you can fall into the trap of having to supplement winter with, you know, credit or something of that nature. You know, it's just not a good habit to have. So moving forward, just learning some basic budgeting skills. Also to teach Lakin, you know, because she, you know, I feel like she would want to see, you know, where everything goes as well. You know, as we're looking to get our own place, not being a rental property, it's important to know what all utilities we pay for, that kind of thing, you know? Yes. What about your financial oriented goals? Anything you've come up with for 2022 you'd like to share? I would like to double my current investments instead of putting like a monetary value on it. Now that I hit a pretty substantial amount, I wanted to, to double them. Yeah. You know, now that I know exactly what I can do in a calendar year, time to do that again, basically. Let's start with that. Since I'm pretty new to investing, let's just start with doubling. And I do what's called dollar cost averaging, which yeah. is every week put in an amount. You know, so we kind of touched on our paychecks are pretty variable. So I do 10%. I tithe 10% to the church, and then I do another 10% of my paycheck. It goes into an investment fund. Mm. And that gets spent on speculative investments, basically. And another 10% is put into stable coins. Do you know what those are? No. Stable coin is a cryptocurrency that is pegged to the, the United States dollar. Oh. And so okay. one coin, it will always equal, always, $1. Like, it does not fluctuate. You know what I mean? And so with stable coins right now, because it's literal cash... Yeah. Companies, cryptocurrency companies are paying amazing fees to keep your coins on their ledgers and then they loan that out. So I keep mine. This is not financial advice. Well, I mean, it, this is financial advice, dude. <laughs> First off, get your freaking dollars out of cash, invest them, and then loan that money out. That's just a tale as old as time. 
take your money, you build your money, you loan that money out, and you collect interest on that money. Mm. That's one of the cheapest ways to make money, like to make your money work for itself. So I invest with the company Gemini, the company created by the Winklevoss twins. Remember them, Chance? They're the guys that Zuckerberg screwed out of Facebook. Oh, yeah. So they created the this cryptocurrency company. And so the stablecoin that I use is called the Gemini dollar. And this is a... Is it public company? I think it might be private still. And then they also own a company called BlockFi, and that's their lending company. So I move my GUSD onto BlockFi, and I get paid 9% on my money. And 9% is incredible. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's pretty good. For an absolutely safe investment. You know what I mean? There is no rise and fall in the amount that I put in. I have a lot, lot, lot more than what I have in there in speculative investments that very much rise and fall with the tides. Mm. <laughs> right now, the tide is low. Let me just go and say, the tide is very low. <laughs> um, but that's just, <laughs> that's just the way it goes. That's the way she goes, bud. I've got some NFTs. And what else do NFTs? I have? Yep, a couple NFTs. Non-fungus transferables. <laughs> yes, that's right. Got some expensive JPEGs on a <laughs> on a digital wallet. And I love my JPEGs. <laughs> oh, Ethereum's up, by the way. Ethereum's up? It is. 1%. Massive. I mean, it's down 7% this week. <laughs> Oof. So who's celebrating the and 1%? it's down 16% this month. Oy vey. This is fine. This is fine. It's what it does. <laughs> That's what it does. Exactly. Nobody. This is fine. Just keep telling myself. Uh, Um, But but if we go to, I think you and I have talked about this. So cryptocurrency as a whole follow these trends. Oh man, I don't want to make this a crypto podcast. This is the Wildlife Command Center podcast, not the Chris's crypto. Um, (laughs) It follows a trend that is almost the exact same every three years, and so we've had a really big run up. And that's followed by a short pullback yeah. and then an explosive run-up and then a huge just in the dirt, just face like in the mud. Mm-hmm. Then we'll go back the whole thing. It keeps repeating itself. It's done that, I think, four times now on that three-year cycle. But anyway, this mm-hmm. is not about crypto. But I would love to help you once you pay off your debt. Right, right. Well... I will go to you because you have, again, we won't continue down the crypto path, but you have off the mic convinced me, or at least given me perspective on NFTs. And so, yeah, I would would go to you just for some insight. Oh, that's right. You know? Yeah, we made that correlation between NFTs and yo-yos. Right? It's just like, it's just, it's all tradable art. That's it. It's exactly that. There's so many parallels and no one's done it yet. So... Dude, dude, I guarantee you a ton of people would listen to if we just delved into that right there, the parallels between... How about that'll be our next episode, the parallels between NFTs and yo-yos. <laughs> I would actually love to do that, but I right? I have more points that we could go over as well in terms of Whoa. fictional economies because yeah. that's what it is. Because I was really big into MMORPGs throughout my childhood and teenage years. And so I watched the rise and fall of tons of fictional economies, some of them for in-game art. And so, you know, it's like one of those things that your art that you're into is different than mine, but it only has value because of the same exact dynamics, you know, the same kind of mechanics when it comes to these economies. So... Yeah, it'd be cool. It'd be cool for us to draw more comparisons, maybe on like a, a different segment, though. We should probably stick to more of the goals, um, goal-getting lists. For sure. We've gone over health. We've touched a little bit on financial stuff. But mm-hmm. in terms of Wildlife Command Center, what are some of the thoughts on your goals within the company? My goals within the company. So one of them, one of my goals within the company is to get a full-time employee at my office. And then, so Michael, talking with him, said that we need at least three. 
Oh, four, actually. Sac. Sacramento needs one. Pine Bluff needs one. Brett needs an employee. How interesting is that? Wow. Yeah. He needs a full-time guy. And then St. Louis needs minimum two, probably three. Mm. Like for the next big push. Yeah. Not this second, but, you know, spring, summer, fall. What are your thoughts as second in command? The next time a wave comes crashing in, I mean, it's going to be like that where we need that because we're still seeing this growth. You know, anything that's been happening with supplies, materials, world events, none of that has really changed the trajectory that Michael has put down as far as what the company's doing, what kind of momentum we have. And so that growth has continued. So that's not something that we're just going to be able to capture and capitalize on without bringing it, like you said, at least two, maybe three on, depending on how much the momentum continues. If it's the same amount of growth that we saw this year and the previous year, yeah, it's really exploding here in St. Louis. We don't have the biggest part of the pie you know, of the market. As we continue to just get five-star reviews, attention on our show, because the entertainment side of the company is really starting to get a lot of attention locally. People like it. They like that the company is very transparent. You know, our videos show the inside of our facilities. It shows what we work with, the types of tools we use. It's raw at times, nitty gritty, but people have had a pretty solid response to it, you know, in a world that's been more and more plastic as the days go by. They're really liking to see what Wildlife Command Center has, you know, with the wild animals, the rescues, the educational type content that we've been putting out. So um, I think the growth is just going to keep blowing up in this office. And I'm not surprised that Brett and Little Rock either is having the same effect because, you know, you stay in one territory long enough established and you're producing high quality reviews, word of mouth, Every year. you know, customer service that they speak highly of you and your work, you're going mm-hmm. to get to a point where your plate's full, you know? And if you want to continue with that, trage- you know, that momentum, you just have to have someone else to help carry some of that weight, you know? Because, you know, we could dump as much money or drive as we want into an office. It still does take time to grow it organically you know, have that momentum be sustainable. So we are a growing company and there's things that need to be dialed in, you know, marketing wise and also just in how we communicate with each other, you know. So Dallas has a different layout than Sacramento, than Kansas City, than Albuquerque. Every city has different commute, you know, different layout as far as pricing goes, you know. Wichita has a crazy amount of skunks, you know? So anytime that, that we've operated in that, that territory, I mean, you know, the office girls notice trends right now. You've got buku squirrels. Can you take another Dude, squirrel job squirrel, tomorrow? I literally had to, I had to remind somebody today to not set more squirrel jobs because every single one of my traps is out. <laughs> anyway... I'll figure it out. I'll find... I do have one job that's probably about to be closed. This other one, I think, just has one squirrel left to catch and they're being really easily caught. I set a trap there and then I got a call to go remove a Cooper's Hawk from a Home Depot today. And like, I was three minutes down the road and the guy said, hey, the squirrel got caught. (laughs) That's the way she goes. Oh yeah, it's nice. So... I went, caught that Cooper's Hawk. That was awesome. Got a little bit of video. Not enough. It's always like whenever you try to record and it's like, oh, oh, shoot, you know, let me me switch that over. Boom! You miss it. Oh, trust me, man. When I got into photography, it's like I had my camera with me probably every day that year, except for maybe Mm -hmm. 13, 14 days total out of everything. But it was like... 10 out of those 13 to 14 days. Bobcat crossed your path. Right? No, an albino <laughs> bobcat with a gold collar on, you know? <laughs> and silver teeth. <laughs> and it was, you know, it was carrying a, a $500 Starbucks gift card in its mouth. And like, <laughs> 
Like this was a rare <laughs> card, buddy. But only if you take my picture and you're like, dang it. <laughs> yeah. Let's reel it back into, let's keep it on topic. Let's get back to the goals. So we were talking about the company. So you heard it here first, everybody. In 2021, Wildlife Command Center did $3 million in gross revenue. We were literally coming up on the day. Like that afternoon, we got the last $4,000 that we needed to put in to the accounts to pass the $3 million mark. Yeah, we've got a lot of great sales guys and technicians working here. You know, that paired with everything that came in through our payment system. Yeah, we we finished 2021 strong with not only jobs that we've already done, but I mean, we've got deposits that were, were coming in that day. You know, it's, it's New Year's Eve. We've got events lined up for the evenings, and we've got technicians dropping off $3,000 checks. So, shout out to Bobby. <laughs> shout out to Bobby. <laughs> yeah. I was a happy camper on New Year's Eve. I was pleased that, that that happened. I was too. And I went home and I took that nap that I was talking about. And then after I woke up, my plans got canceled. Yes! Bum, bum. Yeah. Heck yeah. That was super awesome. I was really excited about that. Now you don't have to do anything. Oh yeah. You know how much I love doing nothing. It's my favorite. <laughs> I love just sitting around and being a fat lard. <laughs> so let's... Move into the future. Let's talk about 2022. Now, what we're going to accomplish. Yep. Well, what did Michael say? What will you do in 2022? Mm. That is the phrase for the year. At least for Where the first do we month. grow from here? Yes. So here's what I think. You know, the conservative estimate is going to be 3.25, right? I think we're going to straight up hit 3.5. I'm the overly optimistic guy, though. I, I see the traction and attention that we're, we're getting here, at least just in this office alone. High positive reviews from customers. And then as far as the entertainment side of the company, I see that starting to pick up. Dude, that's snowballing like crazy. It is. And so brace yourself because people are starting to pay attention to that. And then you know that does translate into our business being top of mind, especially... Like I said, in mm -hmm. St. Louis territory where people like that things are local, you know, and they can check out yeah. things. It also helps all of our other offices. And so you're realistic. It's being realistic saying that. I would say 3.25 is a good goalpost to keep. But then again, as we discussed with the previous goal post that Michael had for 2021, it wasn't far into the year before he realized you know, we're hauling it right now. We're well, yeah, yeah. Every month we broke the record for the last year's month. Right. And no matter what was coming up, he pretty much just kept kept rocking and rolling with, yeah, we're where we need to be. This doesn't affect us. You know, doesn't matter. Like I said, no matter what was happening, world event-wise or local-wise or within the company, that growth, it's still going at the same speed. So 2022... How about individual offices? How do you see yeah. Sacramento growing Ooh, over the next year? You okay. said you have to get another guy. I 100% do. Let's set you know, incremental goals throughout the year, just rough brainstorming. How long mm -hmm. do you think it'll take to acquire a new technician that you can get going? What are you going to get them on? How long do you think it will take to train? And then where do you think that's going to put you money-wise? You think you're going to make the same amount? Or how I'm much? I'm gonna make more. Right. So how much more? Uh, as of right now, I don't know. You know, like we don't have our yep. our tax returns yet. Yeah. Yep. So I don't know what I made. The year before was piss poor <laughs> because it was the first year of a new office. Hey, that's it. 2020 was fifty five thousand dollars. Not great. The year before that was ninety three. Yeah. So probably sixty to sixty five this year. 2021. Yeah. And then, so I want to get back up into those higher five digits. Like, I would like to do probably 80 to 90. I think Ooh. I can do that. Yeah. I have... January should be a $50,000 month, it's looking like. I've already got 10 
10,000 is already there waiting for the check to come in to start the job. And I have a $40,000 job that is, you know, that's very, very expensive. So it needs like higher review, you know, from the up and ups. But it is a, it's a monster, monster building. And I would be uh, getting the big man involved, flying old Michael out to come and help. Yeah, Michael's got to have his <laughs> eye on anything like above 20K, right? Right. That's important. <laughs> that's very, very important. That's not your run in the mill seal up, you know? That's... No, absolutely not. So I want to do, let's do 350,000. I think that Sacramento can easily do 350,000 this year. Easily. No, I should push for my original target last year, which was 500K. That's what I should target. I'm sticking with it. $500,000 for Sacramento in 2022. That's what I'll do. 500,000. I'm in. This is year three, technically, right? This is, yeah, this is year number three of this office. That's Mm. when Reno exploded for me. That is when the, the tide starts to turn because, and that's kind of why I was asking about, you know, bringing on someone new because that plays a, a big role in this because, you know, a lot of focus coming up is going to be towards bringing them up to speed. That, yeah. that way they can actually be of help, skilled labor, not just a hired hand. Versus a hired hand, exactly. So to answer one of your questions, one of your three questions, I would like to get them on in the next two months, before March. So that, let's say, I can spend all of March, which is still kind of slow. The bats really haven't got back yet. Right. They start to at the end of March. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I want to have this guy completely rocking and rolling, or girl, who knows? We don't have many of those, but we're open to it. I want them to be able to completely handle squirrel and raccoon jobs within 30 days of them starting. You know what I mean? from initial inspection to completion within those 30 days. You know what I mean? So by the time bats are here, I can leave them to their devices and they can go and start earning money for themselves and for the company without my total oversight, without looking over their shoulder at all times. You know, that's what the first 30 days are for. That's all on the job training. But after that, I should be able to say, fly, little bird, fly. (laughs) And they can go and start making themselves a living in a life. Yeah. What was your other... I think I answered all three of them, actually. Yeah, so I mean, I yeah, because yeah. you, you kind of touched on how quickly are you trying to bring them on? Because that yeah. that's mostly I was asking that to find out what's the starting point on training. And then, you know, how long do you think it'll take to, you know, train this person up? I, I guess it also depends on the person. Because, you know, if we think about Kansas City, Devin, he did not have hardly any time for long You, you know, sent training. him to the wolves <laughs> in a good way. He hit the ground running so fast. I haven't been that proud out of anyone that I've hired for the company, you know, mostly just because others may have had better sales experience or this or mm-hmm. that. But Devin, I mean, he's MacGyvered everything. Like just, has. I could tell from maybe day two, it was, I had gone up a ladder we were doing an inspection. And in that moment, I realized while I'm up here, the customer is just going to be rattling off all sorts of questions that they have to Devin, who's still on the ground. And I was yeah. just like, oh no, because you know that can be very overwhelming, you know, and I, it's just good for us to keep composure while at an inspection, you know, be professional. And I just go to kind of check and I'm listening. I'm like, man, he is keeping up with all of her questions just very professionally. If he knows the answer, he's informative. If he doesn't, he's uh, not just stumbling around. He lets her know, hey, you know, we can look into that. That might be a factor. And so I was so impressed because of that. And so, you know, we really started just going and, you know, he, like I said, he didn't have a ton of time for training, and he has made the most of it. It's still a slow time of the year for Kansas City. That happens. Mm-hmm. Kansas City is definitely about those peaks and valleys. But come you know springtime, whenever it explodes, yeah, he's going to be rocking and rolling. So he'll have time. It, luckily, it's slower, so he can spend time learning our inspection process. You know, kind of learning what customers' common concerns are. Honing it in, basically. He can really sharpen his blade 
on these lean times to be able to really be ready to pounce when it comes. Yes, dude. Right, right. I'm I'm all about it because he uh he's not a big fan of sales just because he hasn't spent a ton of time in sales, but sales in this industry are a lot different because you're not selling someone on something they don't need. You know, you're not selling them on a TV. You're not selling them on a sofa. You're selling them on a solution and we happen to have a very very great option for anything in our respective territories, you know. For St. Louis, we handle everything that someone could call about, but we are solution oriented where it's a one and done. We're not trying to come out there and trap animals all the time indefinitely. We're trying to find out what can we do to keep this from happening again and then we do it. He gets that, Devin gets that in Kansas City, and so I agree. Once he's had time to really just kind of get used to, you know, warm up to the water and then spring hits, it's, he's going to have a blast. You know, it's it's a fun time when you get to be the hero. You know, we're showing up, yeah, showing, dude, showing people that, hey, it's a crazy wild situation, but it's not something that we're in the dark about. I got to be the hero today, man. That was pretty cool. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah, the hawk. Yeah, the Cooper's hawk. How'd that go? Gosh, I forgot. You know, you, you do the stuff here and there, and, you know, most of the time it's just like, you know, every so often you forget what the hero feeling is like. Like, I show up. How crazy is this? I show up in my car. I get trying to find this bird in this gigantic Home Depot. No, it's right here. Are you here to get the bird? Yeah. Yeah, it's right there. It's literally it, like inside the front door. <laughs> when does that ever happen? Usually it's 20 minutes looking for the bird. No, I look up. It's in the skylight right above my head. Wow. Yeah, it was amazing. And uh, I set the trap on some stuff, some heist. They brought, you know, one of those movable orange ladders over, you know, the yeah. the big ladder things. And she immediately saw it, but took 10 minutes to like finally make the decision. But as soon as she hit it, she got caught. That was awesome. That is awesome. And there was this freaking cute girl who was clearly trying to get me to get her number. Oh, yeah. I couldn't do it because I'm a pansy. Hmm. I need to get beyond that, but yeah, yeah, it was obvious. It's like, you know, give me the vibes, whatever. <laughs> I just have, to, I'm just not good at pulling that trigger. I can ask people for money, be like, all right, sir, so what, you know, would you like to use a card for this $10,000 transaction? I can ask anybody for that. How yeah. would you like to pay? I'm dead in the eyes, but not when it's like involves matters of the heart. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I'd say maybe you just Jeez. need to practice, but that's not something you can just go willy-nilly. <laughs> hey, you got five no. five minutes. <laughs> what, one of my friends said, let's do that. She literally said, let's do that. Let's make it a contest because she knows I like contests. Let's go like downtown. We'll go out and literally have a competition of who can get the most numbers. Mm. I'm like, oh, great. That sounds terrifying. <laughs> Should we go catching rattlesnakes instead, please? <laughs> A little, can we do that when I'm safer? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. We haven't even finished our goals. Okay, let's go back to let's go back to 2021. Yes. No. 2022. Sorry. 2022. 2022 goals. So I outline mine in the categories of health, wealth, love. And happiness. Happiness basically comes last because it is a combination of the aforementioned three. And so one of them is get my podcast to a thousand downloads per episode and begin monthly visits to headquarters for media production and time with family. That would be fantastic because Dude, I can't wait for that. Those kinds of things. The entertainment side of things is really the legacy side of things of the company and spending time with family, which those are the types of things that are eternally valuable. So yes, I, I would love that. So Michael wants it, of course, but that office building. Here's a little, here's a little hint for you guys, podcast listeners, wildlife command centers planning on buying an office building and in the office building, in addition to true office space, we're going to have a studio. 
two studios actually, but one of them is going to be our studio for the mm-hmm. Wildlife Command Center podcast. And maybe something if me and Chance just want to bounce ideas off each other, because if we're this good at chopping it up, yeah, 4,000 miles away from each other. Oh, yeah. Can you imagine if we're in the same studio on some really comfy chairs? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, um, I'm thinking we do like, um, straight up like some lock-ins, you know? Six hours oh, straight. Oh, 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 just, For real? You no, know, like do an evening. Like, you know, honestly, 2022, New Year's Eve. Grab a couple Eve, of brews. You know, instead of like, oh, yeah. Oh, dude, like a year-end review, a year recap. Yeah, like maybe next year we take over the party and we don't care about going to no fireworks or this or that. Like everyone no. pretty much just was in, you know, virtual world anyways. We might as well <laughs> do a little, uh, you know... Hang out, good time, something like that, you know. So we could do events, you know, longer form sessions, for sure. Because it'll, be, like you said, it'll be a lot easier than uh, wherever we are right now. Yeah, yeah. So bit of a doozy. So all of these combined, right? Yeah. I'll be able to get, you know, that employee to be able to cover for when I go on these monthly trips. Monthly, like three and a half days, right? So like half day there, half day back, two or three full days while I'm there. I don't know, man. I think you should just immediately with no experiential training of any kind, just get to Michael's level of air travel where he'll fly somewhere, do something, and then fly back in time for for dinner sometime. You know, he's he is about... Maybe you don't need three old days, you know? Maybe you show up and... You know, well, it, it was mostly to get as much content as possible, like to completely cram it. You and I, we do like a podcast in the morning. I run out with Cole, do a bunch of video work. You got to do local video work while you're in town. Oh, of course, a hundred percent, hundred p. Definitely going to be doing that, and then podcasts with Michael, and then podcasts with you, and we'll sprinkle those out. You know, over the next week or eh, probably like three weeks, you know, the good stuff. Oh, another thing, dude, is that I haven't put this down, but it needs to happen. I need a video editor because one of the things I'm going to be doing is video podcasting now. Soon. Uh Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, speaking of adding that, have you looked into what platforms support that and what what the kind of growth plan is for the, the podcast? You know, would you use that same distribution method for adding video to the podcast? Yeah. Um. So for YouTube, it'll probably go on the Wildlife Command Center channel. And then Spotify has video, I think, just for Joe right now. So they just signed like another, we're not going to talk about who it was, but a huge $60 million podcaster. So they're probably going to put videos for them. <laughs> no, don't you freaking dare mention his name. Do not, do not mention his name. <sighs> you know exactly who I'm talking about, listeners, if, if, if you listen to that Michael episode. No. And I used to be a fan. I'm not even going to lie. Before he was mainstream. Nope. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. It, it's exactly that. Before he was super mainstream. Yeah. I liked him when, before he was cool. Um, so I think Spotify is going to bring on video podcasting for everybody. I would assume so, mm. right? So, well, I mean, what Spotify needs to do because they're so, not so much open source, but like they are user-friendly is become a video platform and not just like, like YouTube, become a YouTube competitor. They can do it. I think Spotify is definitely going to take over. You think so? Well, the thing is, is that what they're implementing, if they continue on that trajectory and nothing else overtakes, like, you know, the podcast realm, you know, they'll be right there with YouTube because like there's lots of variety of content, but it all falls, a lot of it falls into the same kind of format of how it's presented. You know, YouTube stereotypes of YouTubers and such. Same thing goes for podcasts. Yeah. And so, you know, I think they're going to really start to be able to just merge it all into one host of 
that kind of content. You know, you have your social media influencers, which is like a profile type presentation of influence. And then you have people that are like YouTubers and podcasters, which is, you know, the entertainment that we're going for. It's like infotainment, you know, it's, it's informative, but it's also really just there to be a good time, you know? And so if Spotify is able to ramp up its load ability to bear, you know, Mm -hmm. what it can, what it can actually carry, then yeah, it definitely could rival YouTube as a platform. I would be a hundred percent behind it, man, dude. I would push Spotify to the ends of the earth. Especially if YouTube just, I mean, they have Google though. The problem is, is that Google is also funneling things through YouTube for, yeah, you know how everything has to have a streaming service right now. HBO Go, Max, this, that, or whatever. Well, YouTube, (laughs) you can rent movies on YouTube. They recommend you. I have like the the YouTube Red, but it's a family size one, and I don't even remember why. Yo, bro, what's good? (laughs) How many family members? What's good? Yo, for real though, Uh, like. Me, on the DL, more than though. anybody else? You know. Okay, well, screw I'm everyone so else, obviously. Just kidding. He doesn't have YouTube Red. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I know you ain't got all those slots filled, bro. And I watch YouTube more than anybody else that you know. You know what? Besides yourself. What really, you know? though, if um, you know, we want to talk about picking sides, if anyone wanted to reach out to Wildlife Command Center Podcast, <laughs> Luminary, hit us up, you know? We'll go subscription only. It just like, again, one of those platforms that's gunning for it, but uh, they haven't put out tons of sponsor money. So, hey, hey, hey. Luminary, if you're interested in signing an up-and-coming podcast that is attached to what will become a gigantic TV show, we just released our first episode. It's on Discovery+. Plus. Go check it out. My name is Chris Starr. I'm in that episode, as is my, I mean, basically co-host at this venture. I mean, not really. <laughs> I mean, we're all basically, yeah. You know, I mean, you're you're the <laughs> you're the host, and we're just. I am the host. So, because Michael, he's he's hosting over there on the YouTube side of things. You know, he owns the YouTube side of things. You know, he's got yes. it. And so, you host the audio side, the podcast, the hangout. The one where we don't have to go uh, crawling through attics to chase raccoons. The one where we can just talk and, about and it. And do everything in 16 takes. So like the TV show, 16 takes. The YouTube channel, three takes. Podcast, no takes, baby. Just hot takes. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was good. That was good. I mean, I... I, I couldn't come up with a better one. I'm not in the loop enough. Maybe, you know, as far as goals for the next year, I should probably be a little bit more in the loop just to be aware of my surroundings. Yeah, we haven't talked about any of yours, my dude. Well, you know, we like I said, we hit the core core components. They spider web off budgeting, you know, that goes into money, but also budgeting time. We can, you know, go down the rabbit hole of that is real. really what am I focusing on in the first two, three months of 2022 is establishing new healthy habits, healthy routines, healthy diet. That way I can get rid of this constant feeling of fatigue that I'm drowning out with daily caffeine intake at such high levels that it's Mm -hmm. just not good. And so those are the core things at the top of the list. There's a lot of other stuff that we we can go into, but yeah, that would be finances because get get better health. Finances are going to come with that, you know, because we're going to have more capacity to do stuff. So Absolutely. We hit a lot of years too, though. And I agree with your projections and where you feel things are going because this momentum hasn't died. I don't see anything on the horizon slowing things down. So what a Mm -hmm. time to be a part of this, you know? Dude, it's going to be awesome. We're going to get a new office building. We're going to get two new employees in St. Louis. We're going to get one here and one in... Pine Bluff, Arkansas, under Breck Crow. Let me see. Does anybody else in any? Not really. Reno's good. Albuquerque is Albuquerque. Kansas City is good. Wichita. Are we serious? We're going to try this again. Do we want a Wichita employee? Because like every time... Is it like bad luck? 
It's like, not, are the accounts it, there? It, it really is just one of those things that we have a type of business model that really allows you to get started in this industry, not really based on an initial push from you, but just based off of your character. And what you decide to do with that opportunity is really up to the the technician, the operator, the one that yeah. that's at that that territory. And so I don't think Wichita is um, dead in place. I think it just... Uh, it needs the right person? needs the right person. It's also because we're in changing times. And you know this job has always been difficult to describe because it's not just a job. It's not just a career. It's like falconry. It's not just a hobby. It's not just a sport. It's a lifestyle. It takes a weird sort of yeah. commitment that goes outside the bounds of okay. what a normal job description does. Uh, just like falconry goes outside the bounds of what it's not having a pet you know a sport it's not it's not a sport really and it's not a pet really it's a weird combination it's a unique dynamic of having this unspoken understanding between a beast you know it's unlike anything else and so same thing you know (laughs) so not to get us down on a falconry rabbit hole because i'm sure you could fill me in on on everything you've been up to with, with the Merlin. Ha, huh. that's not a bad idea. I think you gave me an idea. I need to do another Damnatious Daniel update, especially oh, since yeah. here's a quick update, just a quick little one for those of you who listen to the end of the podcast. Really appreciate you guys. He flew into a barbed wire fence. <sighs> Let's go. And now he's oh. on antibiotics and nothing's broken. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. I saw him. I yeah, saw those it was photos. like a twang. Yeah, I sent him to Chance and it was uh, rough. He was bleeding for an hour straight. That would make that tingly feeling in the bottom of your stomach just burning a hole right through you. I was, uh, yeah, so I live a pretty stress-free lifestyle and so when stress does come into my life, it is like way over the top. And I was like, I can't can't really breathe. (laughs) My stomach... My stomach was in knots, dude. Like the deep part of my gut was all tight. Right. You're like, I don't know what to do with my being. No, dude. I was pacing, even though like my logical forebrain all told me, like, so I looked at all the signs. Everything said, he's going to be fine. But it's something you care about. Like, I love my little guy. Yeah. And so I was wigging out for about two hours. I was stressed. Cortisol levels were high. Oof. Yeah, but I'll probably do a full update on him in conjunction with my personal deep dive into my own goals, which I'll do on a solo podcast. Do you think we covered all of your stuff well enough? Well, I mean, like I said, probably more we could go into. You know, the main points, a lot of similarities from the previous year. Continue to downsize and consolidate the stuff I own, you know, which is organizing the house. I want to get things down to as much of a minimal level as I can. want to actually do more of the travel that I had said I was going to do this past year, but did not. The things that I did accomplish, you know, we went over that stuff. And then some of the, the other things relating to the company is just some of the stuff on the back end. Every day, I have daily routines for monitoring the emails, texts, and estimates that are generated, anything that's coming through, just because one of the most important things for our company is the expectations that we're setting. And so making sure that we have consistency with those expectations, you know, our baseline building blocks of what we do as a company, that's something that someone needs to be constantly monitoring. So Michael looks at it, you know, I look at it. We all look at it. If you see something, say something. You know, we want to, as Michael's been mentioning lately, we're going to start really fattening things up and dialing in things at at the different offices. So, Dude, I'm super excited for your role, man. Like, I'm excited for six months from now when, you know, so so like right now, Wildlife Command Center is a horse-drawn carriage. And you just got into the driver's seat next to Michael. You know what I mean? And right now, he's kind of showing you how the reins are taken. Yep. He's still got his hands on the reins. You know what I mean? You're, you're oh, just yeah. watching. I'm riding shotgun. But soon, you guys are... Yes, you're riding shotgun. Yo, for all of you who 
Chance nailed that uh, phrase. What he means by that is that's where the phrase riding shotgun comes from. The driver of the carriage would drive the horses and the guy sitting next to him would have a shotgun to defend against robbers and stuff like that. So he's riding shotgun. Shooting raccoons and squirrels in the face. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) So, (laughs) true Louisiana fashion. So, soon, you guys will each have one hand on the reins, right? Yep. Then he'll take the shotgun. Yep, yep. And then eventually, he'll leave the shotgun seat, activate his jetpack, and then fly off into the stratosphere to go, I don't know, that's as far as my analogy went. (laughs) I was just, I just watched the new Boba Fett, the new Boba Fett show. So I'm thinking about jetpacks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I dream from a different time, and I, I want Western to continue. And so I would just say that Michael would stay in the carriage, you know. But he would probably want to yeah. play Pokemon Go, so he might not be down <laughs> with the, the Western thing. <laughs> yeah, he really has uh, Pokemon Go figured out. I was looking at some of their collection. Him and one of the guys on his team. And uh, yeah, they've got quite the collection. They were showing me all the different shiny variations they had of different Pokemon. Well, I had to let them know which one was the best one. We both agree. I know. We have to tell them, right? Michael's like, yeah, I got this such and such. And and you and I look at that. We're like, that's trash. You know what I mean? (laughs) No, but it's great for competitive. Like, yeah, but it looks like a, a, a can of garbage. Get it out of here. Yeah, I'm totally the same with every video game as I was with Pokemon. I don't care if it has the best stats. It can be you can beat the entire Elite Four with just this one Pokemon, and it's pink Bidoof. and it's bedazzled and it looks like a unicorn. Yep. Like it's like, mm, nope, no, I'm, I'm just not not feeling it. You know, it's well, its name's Glitter Sticks. It's like, no, I don't want to. <laughs> That's why I refuse to get down with Fairy type. Oh, Screw yeah, fairy type. I mean, also because it's super effective against dragon type, and that is my mortal enemy because dragon type for life. Yeah, this is probably not not gonna go over well with some folks, but I really wish after like Gen God, three they would have stopped and then just started making variations of the Pokemon, like how they did with the Alolan type. Oh yeah, I mean that was a great idea, the Alolan. So imagine Dude. if they only had Gen 1, 2 and 3, but then just started to then subspecies. Subspecies yeah. and variations for different regions. Like it doesn't have to be a major like I mean variants. Like COVID variants. Come on. Great. Now we're listed so no. we've been tagged. <laughs> no, no. Flagged. Our ears ring. No, oh, we're going to have the CDC <laughs> FBI agent? Is that you? <laughs> We've been shadow banned now. As we said, uh, we went we went way too political. I think I have to have at least 10,000 followers to be shadow banned, to even have the opportunity to be shadow banned. And I am not quite there yet. Well, we'll get there. Yeah. Alrighty, bud. Should I bring this puppy home? I'd say so. We're almost... We're almost up there. It's it's been it's been. But I have a great editor, and he can chop this sucker down to like one hundred and five. Alrighty, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks again for listening to an awesome episode of Wildlife Command Center podcast with my brother Chance the Air Hands Baran. Not going to say like Michael does it because he doesn't listen to my podcast, so that's totally fine. (laughs) Anybody got time for that? (laughs) <laughs> no, is that, I'm trying to <laughs> try to catch these Pokemon. Oh my word! Can't anyway, if you guys could please subscribe and and this week, this episode, my ask is for you to share this with one person that you haven't shared it with. Please, somebody that you think will like to learn about either wildlife or like an instance with this episode and the episode before it us talking about our goals. If someone's having issues finding and putting in stone their New Year's resolutions, we're going to have a total of three, oh, excuse me, four episodes. I did a double feature with Michael. And so I'll be releasing that later this week about 2022 goals, not resolutions, because those just do not come to fruition, specifically goals. And so if you think that you have a friend that could need some help doing that, a little bit of inspiration, share the Wildlife Command Center podcast with them. That would be 
freaking awesome. We really appreciate it. Chance, any last words, my man? I think I've said it. So you got it good wrapped up. Thank you. This is going to be episode 28. Dude, 28, the big 28. Hey, hey, progress. Love it. Love to hear it. I know. I'm super excited. All righty, guys. Thanks again for listening to the Wildlife Command Center podcast. This was your host, Christopher Starr. Have a great one, y'all. And Chance Air Hansberry. (laughs) (laughs) Have a good one. All right. Peace out, y'all. God bless. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening to this podcast. This is Michael Baran, a.k.a. Bear Hands Baran. Make sure you go now to Discovery Plus. Download our reality TV show, Bear Hands Rescue, where we are out there every day rescuing people from wild animals. It is entertaining, it is engaging, and it is informative. Download it today and listen for our next podcast.